phone now or look at she already loves phones. Did you see that? Did you yes. see when she saw your phone? I don't want like that. It's not good. Test bad baby. That was a test. Hey, the bad and baby. That's a bad baby. Howdy and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. This is how Molly and I do things. We get right into business. We're both on time. And, uh, and well, close. you were only like two minutes. Yeah. If Julia was here, we'd be, She'd be walking in right She'd now. She'd be walking in right now. Um, welcome to the Three Stripe Podcast. This is Laura Fernandez, and I am joined by Molly Heroy and Reese Heroy. She is sitting on my lap right now. Julia is in, I think, Minnesota or Montana. Minnesota. Minnesota at a wedding. I think the population is 2,100, as she said. Ooh, I well, maybe like 21,000. I feel like 2,100 would be really light. So she's at a wedding this weekend. So it's just me and Molly and Reese and engineer Andrew. I came in uh, this afternoon. Where have you been, Andrew? You're sunburnt. Hawaii. Oh, oh, oh you were I love that for you. Yeah, I, I got Did you? Last few days of skin. Engineer Andrew, did you go with the lady? Uh, well, my dad lives there. Uh, oh, okay. Heather went for the first few days, too. Okay. Um, she's close with my dad. But I went there for two weeks, and that was fantastic. I didn't know you went for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, look at this. That's why I did the shock. I'm, oh, you're all... I'm, I'm a Hawaiian local. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> Ryan played... Um, when you play college baseball, they farm you out to like these semi-pro teams for the summer. And so he did one summer in Hawaii. And then like one in Alaska and all these places. And he's like, I lived. And I'm like, it was 49 days. You did not live there. Stop it. Just kidding. I love that you, Ryan. Is, but you are very tan right now. Two weeks. I love is that, that for you. Is that how long we have? No, JC, I think, came in for our... Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, and then little Reese. Okay. So today is not only... That was the end of the light chatter. Yes. Now we get into the heavy stuff. Today is not only JC's and my anniversary, uh, 16 years. That's crazy. 16 years, um, I think, together, 2021. 20, I don't know. I think 21. So 16 years married. 16 years married. We got married on uh, September 15th, 2007, Mexican Independence Day. JC's Cuban, though. And at Wynn, Las Vegas. But... I have completely forgotten about the anniversary because today, um, oh no. Oh boy. Here she goes. Here she goes. Waterworks. (laughs) Waterworks. The best word you say too. Water. Water. (laughs) Waterworks. Sylvan uh, left this morning and I... We've been talking about this for quite a moment. Um, Since she got him. Since the day he arrived. Since the day he arrived, I think that everyone had this idea that I was going to keep him. Now, initially, you remember that lease was just for six months. Yep. That was it. Six months. And then you came in and you're like, guess what? And I was like, you extended your lease. Yes. I extended the lease right away. And the reason that... So I own two horses, Garcon Contact. And the reason I wanted to lease a third is because, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. She's going to try to bite you. (laughs) I hope she does. Oh my gosh, her little teethies. She's trying to get teeth. So she's like, (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. She's right in there. This is I'm going to tell you, everyone, if you could see this image, baby Reese is sitting right on my lap and she is my safety blanket right now. I think she does want to get to your mom. She's Laura's emotional support baby. She's fine. Um, So when I set out to lease Sylvan, I had a goal of I just want to get the confidence to jump the bigger fences. My ultimate dream is to jump meter 20. I have like definitely worked through the bravery and the confidence, the bigger the height, I get a little bit more, I get very nervous. Sylvan did all that for me. Sylvan was an amazing horse. And he, I, well, I went into one, uh, did some 120s with uh, Garcon. Oh, what do you do? But it was, it was, he was incredible. I mean, you loved him all. I thought he was great. I really thought he was a great horse. I think that the thing about when you have to like return a lease, that's a great horse or sell a horse. That's a great horse. You, you have a better feeling than if it's like a really quirky horse or a hard horse or a horse with bad habits, because that horse is going to go just teach the next person and have a good life. That being a good horse is going to serve them the next place that they go. Yeah. People love good horses. People love horses that can teach. People love, there's a lot of great things about Sylvan. So he's going to be fine. I know. It's, I think that it was just so hard. I mean, this whole thing has just been really tricky for me is because there was a moment where I was like, do I buy him? Do I do this? And I think the ultimate reason why I, I didn't want to move forward is one, it's, it is a time commitment. Three horses is, I can barely manage one. It's a time commitment. I did figure out like, okay, from a financial standpoint, I'm, I'm good. I feel good there. But from a time standpoint, the way that I want to work the horses and be around them, it's a lot. I am just packed to the brim from cannot timestamp anymore no. time in the day. And so then you have that was one that was one point and I just made the calls like I'm just going to focus on my two boys but there is miles like right now how I feel and this is fresh. I made sure like he was washed, he was clipped. I mean I had some incredible rides with him, like some of the best that I've ever had. And he taught me so much about like that horse will always jump a jump. He, Yeah. And he, he, what I've really loved about him for you is that he naturally carries a little bit of pace. Yes. And I think that's good for you. And I think that that little bit of forward momentum can get you through a lot of things. And he also ignored any question I had. It was like, no, dude, we're, we're jumping the jump. Yeah. That's where I get into these moments with, with Garcon is that he feels the question and versus like me just being like, Hey, no, we're going. Well, and he just, you have to, you have to get his motor running more. He doesn't yeah. have that natural motor the way that Sylvan did. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing though. I think if you honestly, Miles, if you sat on Garcon, cause anyone else that can sit on Garcon, he does have a natural motor. Yeah. Because I would spur him until he cantered on a <laughs> no. 13 foot stride no. and you would cry. No, probably have a he, spur mark. <laughs> no, he's, I mean, if anytime Missy's got on him or anything, like he picks right up and he can go. It's just, Sylvan was just a different type. Yeah. And but yeah, last um, I I called you and I had a moment. I this one with him leaving. I have definitely I've leaned on this part of just abandon him, and it breaks my heart of like envisioning. Okay, 
he had this idea in his head that I was like for him, for his, like his forever partner. He and, didn't have that idea though. Only you had that idea. I know. And that's where it's, I know you feel it, but I do feel like there was love between us. Yeah. And, I think there can be affection, but I don't think that they have the ability. I think they can definitely have the ability to have affection, but I don't think they have the ability to plan. I don't think they go, okay, for the next few years, I'm going to be with Laura and we're going to do this and we're yeah. going to do that. And I'm going to get, you know, apple juice in my bucket at the horse show. Yeah. And I don't think they have that. Like, I think they go, okay, my needs are met. This lady's nice to me. She scratches me. She curries me. Yeah. I have affection for her. But I'm still going to disagree with you that I do feel like there is a love bond that can be formed. Like what I have with Reese. Did you get the horse psychic? I did not. So there was no, I, I, I was like, you know what? Not going to do the horse psychic. I'm going to go through this pain and grieving. And it's interesting because I feel like there's seven stages of grief and you and I have both had loss in our life. And obviously I'm not losing Sylvan, but there's still a loss. Yeah, it's and there's part still of your day-to-day that is you're going to yeah, miss. There's and- a, a grieving piece. And it was the other night I went through the whole, um, it was like bargaining. Like I was saying to JC, I go, you know what? Let's just do it. And JC, like we made our, oh my God. Is she smiling? Do it. She's just talking. You talking? Just do it. I went through the period. I was like, I'm just going to, like... I'm just going to do it. And JC's like, no, we made the decision and yeah. this is what we did. So I am very, as much as I did not listen to or go to the horse psychic and have a reading, I was listening. You read his mind yourself? I did. Um, I directly communicated with him. I, because did you I sleep like, in his stall last night? I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. I took him on a trail ride yesterday, looked up into the sky, said a nice little prayer. But I was looking for, I'm very much of like, let the universe tell you how to handle something and let the, let signs happen. And there were a couple signs of, okay, this is, I made the correct decision and as much as I love him, like we, we were together for this year and that's the end of the partnership. But I was definitely bargaining last night on the ground, dry heave, crying, like just get myself together, could not get myself together. Like the grieving was, was very intense for me last night. And so Back in January, we we told this story before. Back in January, I took a a fall from Sylvan. I was with training with Judy, and it was nothing of his fault. It was no, he was being a good boy. He was being a great boy. He just added a stride. I got launched. I was ready to go, and so be it. I landed, but got a concussion. So when I went to the hospital. I have permanent earrings. I have a bunch of permanent earrings. And when I had to get the CAT scan, they're like, oh, we can't even get these undone. So they had to cut them all off. And it sucked because it was like 500 bucks or so. Worth a jewelry. Remember, like, they told me they were gems and they were actually diamonds. I was like, couldn't have when I'm like checking out. I was like, these are diamonds. They're like, yeah, gems. I go, I was not under that impression. But anyway, so they had to cut all these earrings off to do the CAT scan. So when I came back to Las Vegas, there's this really cute ear styling boutique that they also do piercing and tattoo art. And I got brand new earrings. 
I initially wanted to get a tattoo for Sylvan and I was like, okay, that's a little too much. Again, least Horace will do something a little less permanent. Cause I have a tattoo of Garcon, his lightning bolt on his forehead and then, um, contact have a heart for contact. So I opted for Sylvan. Um, his marking is a moon. So I opted to get a piercing of a star. And so I got a piercing on uh, my right ear with a star. Again, permanent jewelry. And um, yesterday morning, I looked at it. Star was there. And I kind of just, you know, always like clean and everything. This morning, the star was not there. I'm telling you, they had to use major clip. Yeah, because they're those flat back. Yes, to get it off. And this morning, I woke up and the star is missing. That's crazy. The whole that is kind of crazy. The whole earring. I um, obviously at what 2 a.m. when I was up doing all this, <laughs> I lost it. But it also gave me a little bit of peace that maybe that's the universe saying, okay, we're this chapter's ending. Yes, I do have a tattoo appointment though on uh, in two weeks, and I'm going to get a little actual permanent star. And a, and a little shrimp for Reese. Yeah, little shrimp. I'm going to get a shrimp for you. If you get a shrimp tattoo, that's... A next level, and that'll really yeah. showcase our friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to get an engineer, Andrew. <laughs> a little just, EA. Just a little EA for you. I'm really into... This appointment that I booked for my tattoo um, artist, it took... Was it like booked it eight months out because of special single needle and everything. What I'm going to get is abundance. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you get tattoos and then every time you're like, I hate this tattoo and she's going back for more. The only ones that I really did not like were, um, or are my eyes up on my wrist. Cause it's not, I didn't know what single needle was thicker. It was thicker. And then the lightning bolt. Cause again, it was thicker. Just get them lasered off and start over. No, I didn't want to. Do you remember me texting you and be like, "You're like, uh, how bad did that laser tattoo <laughs> move hurt?" I had a horseshoe on my back, ladies and gentlemen. That was hot. And how Don't big do that. was that? It was large, the size <laughs> of your palm. Yeah. So I remember Tramp stamp, I Britney feel- Spears style. Got that done in about nineteen. No, when did I get that done? Two thousand. <laughs> that was a two thousand five special. Yeah. But she's gone now. Oh. And we love that for me. Yes. But I remember when I got it, and I feel like. There was also, there's a couple things in my life that I get, I'm pretty keep moving forward. Um, I'm very much of this mindset of, okay, this really hurts. I'm grieving. I'm sad. But if I don't keep moving, I'm just like complacency is my enemy. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't do that. I can't function of, and I do believe that my lack of being able to sit still and through these hard times is it, it keeps me going. Like if I did fall into that rut, I could probably go super dark. And for me, lying in bed just doesn't work. Yeah. I love that. I see. I call it bed rot. You do. What have you been doing these last few days? Bed rot. You do. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So when you deal, the thing is you're like, I don't have any feelings. Yeah. I really don't. But do you, when you've dealt with really tough things, how do you deal with it? I guess can't I say just go to Michaels. Probably. You can't say go to Michaels. Because what was the one craft while you're running 
and through the pain, you were like, I'm going, would you go to remember? It was like Michael's craft and she was crafting it up. I was probably doing like some type of organizational project. I don't probably deal with it. That's probably part of my problem. Actually, I don't really have any problems. You know, I mean, I don't know. No, I think, I think like when my dad died, I laid on the couch for two days and then I was just, okay. The world's still spinning. And I, I remember feeling like I was younger at that point. Like I remember feeling like my world had kind of like stopped in its place. And then I remember when I did get back up and back at school and back, I remember being mad at how normal everything was. Cause I was like, how is everything normal? My world just was ripped apart at the shreds within a matter of 12 hours. Yeah. Cause it was not something I was expecting. He wasn't sit Like it was like, it happened very quickly. So like that kind of thing, I remember being mad that like, what do you mean? Like everything else in the world is just exactly the same as how I left it. Yeah. But then at the same time, that's how it is. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. And it gives you perspective even on your own life. The only people that are not going to just keep on moving forward with their day is if you have younger children. Even if you're older and things like that, like your children accept it. Like it's a normal part of life that your parents pass away before you do all those things. You do just move on with your life. And it gave me perspective of don't like worry about stuff for more than five minutes. It's not going to matter in five years because none of it really matters in five years. Even my dad passing away, like it matters to me. And there are moments that are deeply sad, even watching your children grow up. And my dad only had daughters. And so I had my sons, but I'm like, how fun would that be for my dad to have boys? Mm -hmm. And then her, because he loved me and was like so crazy about me. How fun would it be for him to have one more little girl? And you have those moments, but at the same time, nothing stops for anyone. No, it doesn't matter if you're the president. It doesn't matter the world does not stop. I agree. And so I learned that at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay, nothing's going to slow down for me. So I might as well take a minute and keep on rolling right with it. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. I mean, and it's interesting. I, I can definitely like, this has been, this has been a tough one for me. I think that, you know, cause with my my relationship, because um, I had lost my my dad at I don't know twenty twenty one, and he had brain cancer, and so it was like a year year yeah. decline. But then I had a very rocky relationship. I mean, he had left my family, had an affair, and then just completely abandoned us. So I think that in my whole life of where things really impact me is me feeling like. I'm a bad friend or I'm abandoning someone or, and that's where I think it's very, and you brought it up to me yesterday. You're like, I think you're so triggered because you, it's tough for you to feel like you abandon and you don't want to abandon. Yeah. You Sylvan. know what it feels like to feel abandoned. So you don't want to abandon anybody. No, even I'm a as, horse, even a horse. And cause I have that idea in my head of like, and, but I also, am logical enough that this is, this is a part. And I also, we are on this planet. And I know this is just like, again, everyone says this, but we are on this planet for such a short time. How do we maximize it? How do we live our best life? And how do we keep doing things? And that's, what's so special. I feel with horses is horses and developing that bond and then it goes outside of that and the relationships we build. Well, like, and horses make you live in the moment. Yes. Like if you're going out on course, you better be in that moment. Yeah. You know, and it brings you to that just... Well, that's where I, I struggle 
every one of my best rides is when I'm in the moment. Anything yeah. else, it's like, you know, I fall on my face, literally, if I'm not there. I So after uh, Sylvan left, so the hauler, Rubio, who's incredible, um, picked, uh, picked uh, Sylvan up at 6 a.m., I was there at five and I got him all ready. Yesterday he got show clipped, got a bath. He was like looking all spick and span. So after, after Sylvan left, I wanted to go on a trail ride. So I went with everyone. Um, well, Annette, Missy, a couple other people joined us and I had Missy ride contact contact. I used to take him on trails all the time and but there was now there's two entrances into our trail and they're like mini log jump things. They're railroad ties. Railroads. Yeah. Yeah. So there used to be just one. So he was very accustomed to that. And then they added another one. Missy did get a murder at, I don't know, a couple months ago when she and I just went on a trail with Garcon in contact. So this morning, I'm all ready for a n- nice, relaxing trail ride. Everyone goes over, contact goes over the first one, launches over the first one, literally treats it like a meter 20 jump. And I was like, dude. So he jumps over it. Second one, he's like, ah, not doing it. So would not. I feel like he pranks you. He's like, hey, ride me bareback. (laughs) (laughs) He is 17 years old, spinning, rearing, doesn't want. Missy actually gets off. Missy got off and then tried to walk him over. And he's still like, no. His eyes don't even look spook though. He's he like, just, it's enough for me, dog. He just looks like mm, not doing it. Keeps spinning. So we find, we decide to walk the perimeter, come back around, walks right over it when we're heading home. No like, problem. No problem whatsoever. I was like, here's my thing though, with contact, he is so smart because I was ready to wallow in my own sorrow on this trail. And because he distracted me so much. I was not able to think about anything other than my horse rearing and getting uh, turned off into the desert. He was so bad. Happy little accident. Or do you think he planned that? I think he planned it. I think he is so excited that his Polish exchange student <laughs> is going home. Is going home. He uh, is like, get this guy out of here. It is me and Garcon forever. <laughs> See you later, Sylvan. See you later, Sylvan. I am not going to support you. Um, Garcon, I... Uh, and contact. So contact never really whinnies at all um, when I bring them food in the morning. Again, we have a full service barn. Just may I add that. But when I feed them in the morning, Garcon has a very- Yeah, why would he whinny? It's the 19 other horses that you walk by with the food that are going to be whinnying. They're like, well, what about me? Can I have some masa? It's like Oliver Twist. No. Laura only feeds her horse. I do. Only my two. I said, no, no one else. They beg peasants. <laughs> So Garcon has a very high pitch whinny. Like he's like, very high pitch for it's like a beefy of a horse. He's like the Fabio forces. And so (laughs) contact, I've now discovered he just started making noises after the nine years I've had him. He started making noises. He goes, it's so low, deep. It's nothing what I've expected. But now he's like finally discovered his voice. Like his old man voice. Yes. Hey. Yeah. It's it. 17, 17 years old. And I would tell you, he's the fittest dude on the planet. Fit enough to try to launch you to the moon to go launch, over a railroad I mean, tie. I, he wants to jump. Maybe that's what he's trying to tell you. Too tendon, dude. But 
I told you, Molly, it's mind blowing to me of how good he feels after this colic surgery. Molly, he is softer than he's ever been. He moves exceptionally. He's always been a good mover. Best he's ever felt. I love that. Maybe you should do some dressage shows. It might be fun for him. I don't know. There's nothing. I mean, are you going to come out and watch me for Maybe. that? For the eight minutes? Yeah, I will. I, I was thinking about it. The but one thing that's cool about the dressage shows is the schedule. What do you mean? Like it is scheduled. This is your ride time. Yeah, that's it. I agree. I agree. They do a good job with that. Um, wait, I do want to. Um, so anyone looking for an amazing meter 20 packer hit Janelle Ramsey up. Um, that and he's for sale or lease, right? Sale or lease right now. I have multiple pictures. There's a whole folder created called Sylvan. If you want some selfies of me and Sylvan. He's a good boy. I'll he's a, for him. Yeah, he's an incredible boy. Um, wait, I do want to end on what you're doing with Tack of the Town. I'm being abused. Okay, tell me what happened. So I went to our local horse show this weekend, which of course, like the weather's been medium nice, like starting to cool off. And of course, the day... Are that- you still the president? Yeah, not by choice, but yeah. <laughs> uh, forced. Is there a vice president? Yes. Okay. So there's a whole board. There's like a president, vice president, a treasurer, a secretary, and then just like three general board members, I think. Um, How many hours a week do you work on this? Oh, it's not weekly. It's really not. It's probably, I don't want to count. I don't know. Probably a hundred hours a year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe okay. more than that. Cause that's time at the horse show. Yeah. So it was our first horse show of the year. It's hotter than Hades <laughs> up in there. It's dusty as a grandpa's. <laughs> okay. Just I horrible love, I love conditions. Molly's like she's trying to think of every pun under the sun. Well, oh. I have a lot, but I just don't know yeah. if they're for safe our for, uh, not safe for the pod. Oh, and see bear. Poor Reese is there trying to like nurse and just live her life, sweating her butt off. Terrible. Yeah. That was Saturday. So I get through that. Sunday, clouds come. It's much nicer, like 10 degrees cooler. And then all of a sudden, who shows up but Ryan and my other two kids? And I'm in like Lululemon bike shorts, Birkenstocks, not a stitch of makeup on, loose t-shirt because it's just so hot and miserable. And he's like, all right. We're going to make some videos, talking tack. Let's go right now. 10 videos, 10 products right now. And I'm like, no, leave me So you had no clue that Ryan was going to come in. No preheat, no nothing. He's like, get a product, get out here. Let's go. And he's obviously like the most helpful, best, smart. So I tease him. He is incredible. He designed our whole three stride logo, our website, everything. My website, everything. Yes. Tack of the town too. So he's like, you need to, Reese was crying. No, she actually loved it. So he came out there and made me do all these videos. So those are going to get released on Tack of the Town social. So check them can out. We, um, can we post it, though, on Three Stride? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I have it. Okay. Um, well, I am uh, next uh, week. Uh, Julia, Julia will be back. I'm like, Julia will be back. And um, we have a very uh, special episode with Julia coming up. Uh, otherwise, sweet Sylvan, we love you. He'll be good. Somebody's going to pick him up. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Okay. Out. Oh, wait. I did forget. Catch us every Tuesday and on all socials at Three Stride Podcast. Perfect.